sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Sissy Whisperer. It is the third Wednesday of the month, if you're getting this right when it premieres. So congratulations. You have made it to July. So proud of you. And if you are in part of the world to where it's insanely hot, oh baby, you could do it. I know you can. You really can. Oddly enough, down here in Georgia, it has not been as hot as you would think it would be. Yeah, it's humid and it's gross and all of that fun stuff. We got our bugs all over the place, our palmettos, our June bugs, our cicadas, our dear God, the cicadas. But no, it hasn't been that bad down here. I cannot really complain. Now, of course, now that I've mentioned that, we're probably going to end up hitting record highs next week just because karma. <laughs> So if you live in Georgia and you're listening to this and we start hitting record highs next week, it's okay. You could blame me. I could take it. We're good. It is going to be a fun and informative episode. I am so excited. I have my good friend, Dr. Sue, on here today answering questions, answering your questions, educating us on common sense cuckolding, educating us on books that she's doing. Ah! And I'm always so excited when I know authors because I, being dyslexic, I have so many stories that I could tell and I love to tell them. And even with my customs, most of my customs that I do are kind of just, you know, off the top of my head. I love telling stories, but writing them down doesn't work. My brain doesn't, process. It's like my brain goes way too fast. My hand just cannot catch up. So I am always kind of fangirling when I know authors. And it's just, it's fun. I have a very, very good friend that I've been friends with over 20 years and she's an author and it is just so much fun to talk to her. And, you know, I've been to her little book signings, just sitting there next to her and I'm just this cute little decoration while she's over here signing her books and being so great with the books. And I'm just sitting here like, hi, I'm cool. She's my friend. But yeah, so it, Sue does have a lot that she's going to be going over, and I'm very, very excited about that. And it's a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, a lot of envelope envelope pushing, um, probably some things that we're going to catch some hell for, but we don't care. That's just how it goes. And we have a surprise guest. We have Dr. Sue's Hubster on with us. And as you know, Dr. Sue is in a real-life cuckolding relationship, so her husband is the cuck. So yes, what is wonderful about that is that all of my sissies and my betas and my fans get to hear what it's like to be cuckled and about cuckolding through a cuck themselves. And I have to say, he is a fabulous person. So wonderful, so down to earth, so relatable, so much fun and funny as hell and direct, very direct, very honest. And it's going to be just a great breath of fresh air 
I'm really excited to bring this one. It is my first interview, y'all. So you're going to have to cut me some slack if it's not perfect. I was doing an edit on the interview and I did notice a lot of issues that were there. So, you know, just cut me some slack. Ignore any issues that you hear. Things get better as I learn. Remember, I do record, edit, put everything together, produce everything, publish it, uploading all that stuff all by my lonesome little self, which is why I have a Patreon. And that brings me to my exciting, exciting, exciting news. In my last episode, I talked about my Patreon that I have, and I do still have my Patreon up, and I'm very excited with my Patreon. However, the tiers have changed a little bit. There is still the $1 tier, where my fans can just toss in a dollar a month to support me with their love and happiness and all, and Thank you for that. But there's also the $5 tier. And there was a $10 tier, which I took away. So the $5 tier, and I'm going to try to do this off the top of my head because I am not a responsible person to write this stuff down. But the $5 tier, um, it includes early access to my podcast. It includes um, Patreon-exclusive clips. It also includes um, you being able to send out suggestions for a podcast or even clips that you would like to be able to purchase off of one of my clip sites. Um, And then there's the $50 tier, which um, includes all of that, including ordering a custom audio, which will be exclusively exclusive to you. And believe me, that's over a $100 value. Um, And also ordering a one hour call with me for only a $100 tier, when normally that would be $120. So yes, little surprises there. But the big surprise, the big surprise, I think I just woke y'all up. As I'm recording this, I realized I was talking quietly and then I got all loud and excited. So, oops, wake up. But the big surprise is I have a Discord. I do. I have a Discord. I'm so excited. Now, it's not that I just like started the Discord. I actually started the Discord quite a few months back. I did. I signed up for it. And once I signed up for it, I looked at it. And I looked at it. And I was like, yeah, nope, click, goodbye. Did not even come back to it. So it's really kind of cool that I was able to get in there today with a help from a very dear person of mine and got it all set up. So what is going to happen with the Discord? How the Discord is going to work? If you join my tiers on my Patreon, you will have access to my Discord. That's the only way you can have access to my Discord because I don't want some 12-year-old little putts out there jumping into my Discord. So it is private and the only way to get into my Discord is to join one of the tiers on my Patreon. Now let me explain that to you. If you go in and you join the $1 tier, still love you for it. Fantastic. However, you do get access to my Discord but all you can do is observe. You cannot do anything else. You can listen and observe. You'll be able to read what people are typing in. You'll be able to hear me talking to everybody, but you will not be able to do anything except sit there and observe. Now, tier two, three, and four, 
you will have full access in my Discord. So what that means is during the day, I usually sit here a lot in front of my computer doing a lot of different things. And I wanted to go ahead and have something to do, kind of like a like a old AOL chat room, I guess. Um, hanging out with my fans while I'm doing work. So you could come into my Discord. I have a place where you could put in suggestions. I have a place where you could put in questions that you want to have answered, um, probably on the Sissy Whisper. You can go into the Hangout area. You could type, hey, how are you? You'll hear me respond. Yes, I'll be talking, not, ch not typing. We could chit-chat about any kind of bullshit that you want. Um, you can probably even hear me, you know, editing things. You can hear me trying to do recordings of things. The only thing that I'll really do is if I do get a call, I'll put in there, you know, be right back call. I'll put everything on mute because I am not going to allow y'all to listen to my calls. That is private. It's private between me and the person calling me. Um, but other fun things that we could do, you know, I mean, I might just sit in here and watch Netflix and share my screen with you and you can watch Netflix with me. It really just think of it as just a really cool hangout room where you'll be able to be with the sissy whisper. You'll be able to be with your queen. We could chit chat, talk, have fun, laugh, tease each other, watch things, constantly have music going. So I hope you like music. You know, you'll hear my little quiet music in the background and we'll just enjoy each other. I'll be in the discord Monday through Saturday pretty much most of the day anytime i'm not in there most likely i'll just <clears throat> excuse me i will just type in there you know hey be right back i've got to edit or be right back eating some lunch you know just different things i'll let you know but yeah so you can pop into my discord anytime if you joined any of the tiers and you can chit chat to your heart's content when you join my patreon tier two three and four so i'm very very excited I cannot wait until my fans start joining in. I can't wait to be able to talk to y'all, hang out with you. Not everything has got to be on the phone or anything like that. Let's just chat. Let's hang out. Let's have some fun. All right? I'm excited. I'm very excited. So this is going to be fantastic. So let's get this ship sailing, y'all. I am, again, so damn excited to be able to talk to Dr. Sue. Now, this is going to be a bit of a long interview, so you'll need to relax somewhere. You'll need to put on your panties. You'll need to find a nice little comfy seat. Sit back, relax, because the Sissy Whisperer is going to penetrate your soul along with Dr. Sue. So we will start that interview when we come back from a short little break. Are you feeling confused about your kinks? Do you fantasize about your fetish and want to learn more? I'm Sue Storm. You might know me as Dr. Sue. If you're having issues with your kinks and fetishes, I'm here to help. If you love reading, you'll want to head to the DrSueReview.com where you can find a myriad of articles, along with my entertainment audios and ways you can talk to me for a private session. Or, if you're more of a listener, you can pop over to InBedWithDrSue.com and listen to the over 100 podcast episodes with one that's sure to pique your interest. So check out thedrsuereview.com and inbedwithdrsue.com. And now, let's get back to the Sissy Whisperer with Ms. Amelia Devine. 
And we are back. We're back with Dr. Sue and we're back with Dr. Sue's hubby, Randy. Dr. Sue is the common sense cuckolding queen. She has got a lot to say on the subject. She has been known to raise a few hairs, which I fucking love about her. And she is just a very good friend of mine and someone that y'all really need to get to know. And that's why we are here. So welcome, Dr. Sue. Thank Thank you for having us. And welcome, Randy. Um, Thank you for having us. (laughs) I'm so glad that y'all came on. Everybody has been kind of going crazy about us. Yes. It's, you know, like, I think what it is, is everybody wants the two of us back on the air. You know that, right? Oh, I know. I've had people sit there and say, when are you, Dr. Sue, going (laughs) to do something again? What are y'all going to have? That's what I get the most is when y'all gonna do your game show. It's like when you motherfuckers answer questions. Exactly. When you guys actually call in, it'd be great. That we could do it idea. again, but it doesn't it was, help if y'all don't play. It really was so much fun. But yeah, it just kind of sat there in the water. So But this is so, your big chance, guys. This is us together together again. Yes. So everybody sit on your hands because you need to pay attention. This is not a time to have the blood going between your legs. But it'll probably go there anyway. Yeah, There's not much they can do about it. Nothing they could do. I hope they're in chastity or something. <laughs> All right. So we have quite a few questions, and I have quite a few myself. We've had some Twitter users um, pop up. I've had some Patreons cool. pop up. And um, so we're going to kind of get into these questions because honestly, if we don't like get right into them, we might end up having about a three hour show. Okay. I mean, for I'm those not, of you I'm, who don't know me, because there's probably a lot of your listeners who have no clue who the hell I am. <laughs> I am a fetish educator and a therapist, and I help mostly submissive men and cuckold couples. So that's kind of my speciality. And it's submissive men dealing with having to play the game. In other words, you have to go out and put your manly face on and you're not allowed to be submissive and you get a lot of conflicting mm-hmm. problems with that. So that's what you I do. do. Yes. And I'm so glad you do. Now that actually kind of um, brings it up to where, you know, it's kind of jumping into a couple of the questions whenever you talk about doing that. Now, do you that, have you done that all of your time in the kink community or is it just something that you've done the past few years? That I've been doing since about 2008. So around 2006, 2008 is when I started morphing online. Prior to that, I was a, I'm now a retired pro-dom. My pro-dom days though were like millions of years ago, back in the long, long ago. Because I was doing that when I was about 18 and I'm a little old lady now. So yeah, that was a long time ago when things were, when things were, different in the BDSM community. And can I even say, yes, I'm going to be a purist better. (laughs) But you know me, I'm never going to say what anyone wants to hear. (laughs) To me, it was better back then. I don't like the internet. To me, even though it's, it's brought people together, as far as their Mm -hmm. kinks are concerned, and it's great to know that you're not the only one and you don't feel like a freak. I think it's also degraded the community. Mm because there's a lot of garbage out there. There's people that are saying they know what they're doing. They've never been trained. It's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, and it is saturated. Oh, it's well, because, uh, you know, their friend, Karen, well, Karen says that it's really cool to make money <laughs> this way. And you know, it's, it's great. So I'm going to do what Karen does. Okay. Like <laughs> that's really 
honestly what it's become. It's like, oh my God, you know, I was just sitting, I was having a coffee at Starbucks and like Karen said, she's making all this money and the guys just throw money at her. Like, okay. Let me know oh, how God, that works out for you. You're exactly <laughs> right. You're exactly right. So um, I do want to ask you about the common sense cuckolding that you have going on. But first, before mm-hmm. we talk about the common sense cuckolding, um, I want you to introduce us to your hubby. My hub star, who we are not married, even though we pretend we are. We're really good at pretending. Um, we have been together now. It's going on 26 years this year. Oh, my God. Wow. I, we, need, we, need an, we need an award just for that, if you think about <laughs> it. I mean, my God. It's rare for anybody to stay together that long. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's, he's my guy. He's my guy. And, and what are we? You're, he's semi-retired. We're both entrepreneurs. We've been entrepreneurs our whole lives. We've mm-hmm. always done our own thing. We've owned limo companies and we've done a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, he's now semi-retired. So he's now in a piece A, into piece B factory job just because he doesn't want to do have the responsibility of running a business anymore. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's like, I want to do brainless work now, right, dear? Definitely. <laughs> Well, I don't, do I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be a grown up anymore. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> well, because entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Because it's scary. It gets on your nerves. Because there's times when you know it's feast or famine, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so, time consuming, and you never stop thinking about it. Exactly, and you never stop working. You really right. don't. You really. Don't. You're always doing you something. Really don't. And what I found the worst over the years was, I was always way too much on the road it wasn't with Susan it just it, it got to be too much because I wanted Aww. to be with her yeah then when you're on the road doing whatever it mm-hmm. just doesn't work that well well it didn't mean you make it work it, I think it worked for us because sometimes like I think way back when if we had been always together we would have killed each other oh probably but that's what I said <laughs> over time you get what you want just too much a time away time is not good no, either it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. no it's not it, and i understand because um me and my old man were going into the empty nest phase first kid we're already out. there is it it's it's weird it's weird it's it weird. is so the first kid they come back on. don't worry <laughs> well i mean again I've had two of them and again <laughs> don't do this now don't give me a heart because i got two of us still got one at home but the other one took off and the other and the one at home is gone majority of the time. So we're kind yeah, of in that more weird. fun now. Now you get to have some fun, right? Now well, right, you get to have some fun. Right now, what we're having fun with is buying groceries for two. Right? I know. It's all the little <laughs> No, seriously. It is. The electricity bill's lower. You're not it running is. the dishwasher every day. <laughs> it's the tiniest little thing it that is. you don't I realize till you start going through it. 100 percent so but it, okay so so randy can you tell us a little bit about yourself um kind of you know have you been in the kink community long is this you know something that you've had going on in your life for a while you were a swing guy before he was he was more into swinging when i met him yeah. uh, oh i'm in trouble <laughs> already <laughs> Yeah, five minutes. It doesn't take me long. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. 
So no, what you 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 kind of you were more into swinging when we first met than more the BD because that's the thing. Yeah, he's not really heavy BDSM. We aren't as a couple, and this is where everybody's gonna you know, oh, every pecker everywhere has just started to wilt <laughs> because we don't do what you see in porn. Oh God, Aww. I hate porn. Oh Aww. God. I'm sorry, guys, but what you see in porn isn't real. Mm -mm. Oh, God. Spoiler alert everywhere. But well, yeah, then it's that's more, that brings uh, in, you could bring us yeah. you could kind of bring us into the whole common sense cuckolding thing. Um, tell me about the common sense cuckolding. Tell me how that um, affects your life and your relationship. And oh, I mean, our our listeners really do need to be educated that, you know, what they're seeing on porn places and all of that is fake. They it, need to know what the realness is. It's, it is entertainment. But they and need men to know what the always want to go extreme. Mm -hmm. Why do you boys always want to go to the absolute nth degree? It's like, stop. Stop oh, I know. wanting to take everything to complete insane heights. I had, that was I the had... basis of common sense cuckolding, was trying to skim away all mm -hmm. of this pornographic extreme garbage and make it more sustainable. You mean those 16-inch cocks that every woman's supposed to want to sit on? Like, have you ever even <laughs> thought about having a 16? I haven't. I'm scared to death. I would you. be scared to death. <laughs> I mean, think about it. There's, right? There's only so much a badge can give you. I mean, no matter what, you got a 16-inch dick, at least eight inches of that, well, maybe a bit more, maybe a bit less, I should say, will be left over. Mm -hmm. So, like, what a waste. <laughs> well, then tell us more about the comments cuckolding and how it's um, really worked for y'all's relationship. Okay. So what we kind of did was you came to me and he came to me and he was just kind of, it was just like, wasn't, he didn't come to me. We were just talking and he just kind of said, well, it would be really cool to see you suck another guy's dick. So I was like, hmm, okay. Now, he knew I was a pro dom before, so he knows all this. He knows he can tell me this stuff, and I knew what he liked. However, mama don't play, so there will be no swinging. He, he did make the mistake once of booking a, a swingers cruise that never happened for mm. obvious reasons, because I don't share. I am way too dominant for that. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I won't do it. He's great. It doesn't bother you at all, does it? He has, he's not yeah. jealous. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is how can you not be jealous? I'm going to ask that question. Because <laughs> it is, it comes up a ton. And that is the number. I have um, a lot of friends that are in polyamorous relationships, and that's the number one question that they get. Yeah. Um, I even get the question, you know, just because my husband is, you know, just normal average joe but i even have people asking me well is your husband jealous that you're on the phones that you're talking to some missing men i'm like why does everything have to be about jealousy yeah. well go ahead you so what does it feel like to you to watch me get fucked jealousy isn't there because you're not i don't know how to put it you're you're not doing something that's not unexpected i guess it's it's an activity that we've both gone into to and it's you know there's nothing to be jealous about because you, you 
you want to say stop, we're going to stop. And mm -hmm. if you're, you know, it's, it's not like, um, you're not missing the intimacy. I think the, the biggest part of this is it's got nothing to do with intimacy. Mm -hmm. It's just raw sex. That's it. So for him, it's like, isn't it just like kind of watching live yeah. porn? Yeah. yeah. It's like, like, it's like, it's, it's not that big of a deal. No, it's basically it, it is live porn. That's about it. Um, and I forgot what it was. Oh, I know what it, what it was. Like she was saying about the in, intimacy. Yeah, sorry, I can't talk to That's easy for that, you to say, isn't it? Yeah, really. <laughs> Whatever, whatever you were had earlier it must be spread to me. Um, <laughs> no, the way I look at it is you can only love one or two or maybe three people in your, in your entire life. But you can have sex with, with however many people you want. It's, it's just not the same. I mean, sex is sex. Love is love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people have sex and love in the relationship and that's I don't know, uh, that's the intimacy part this is what yeah. so i get what he's trying to say and it gets mm -hmm. confusing when you're doing this it is simply you're using and i and yeah i'm saying it you're using the other male you're mm -hmm. using the bull quote unquote mm -hmm. as a human sex toy that's all they're mm -hmm. there for they're there to fuck you that's it this has nothing to do with dating. It has nothing to do. This is where the common sense comes in. Because what you see and hear online about, oh, I want my wife to go dating these guys. And I want my, I'm going to pay for my wife to go away on a vacation with these guys. What are you fucking stupid? That is not what these guys are there for. You can, you might as well just wave bye to the bit. Bye, bitch. She's gone. Mm -hmm. Because when you start doing stuff like that, that's intimate. Mm -hmm. So why would I give my intimacy to someone else? I'm not here to get him replaced. I don't want to replace my husband. That's not what this is. Mm. So is I my personal way of doing this is when we're done, he goes, bye. There's no cuddly coos. There's no staying over. There's no come on over for a fucking barbecue. That's not <laughs> what this is. <laughs> it's sex. Done. End of now you're gone. Bye-bye. Now you can be intimate with your husband. So for us, it's done nothing but make things. We're a lot closer. We have more fun. And I've noticed that with a lot of the couples who are doing what I'm teaching them to do, which is get away from this extreme shit. They're telling me the same thing. Mm -hmm. It makes it fun. It becomes an inside joke. Finding guys becomes an inside joke. It's like, oh my God, did you, because you will have these experiences. not so much now, but back when you're, you're young and you're hunting and you're doing all these fun things and you're doing all these different guys and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, it's more a joke between you and your husband because you like, you'll be like, oh, did that work? Yeah, no, this guy, because there's, there's so many different personalities with these alleged bulls. And I say alleged bulls because one of the biggest things that I've noticed was um, the differences in all these guys. Mm -hmm. You have men who swear up and down that they're just these masculine wonder boys. And I could, easily make them submissive in five minutes so that's what i mean by alleged so it's you you realize that there's a lot of 
phoniness. That's why to me, I will go to my grave saying 80% of the population, male population is submissive. Only 20 is truly alpha, true alpha. I phony have to alpha. agree. See, listen, everybody, I'm telling you, Dr. Sue is spitting some facts here. Y'all better be taking notes. So if, if you want to do, I, it's like, I, I realize oh. it's a drag and no, I don't have my husband on a leash and we don't, you know, beat on each other. And that's not the thing that we do. We don't, he's not into pain. You don't like pain. I don't like pain. No. I don't mind delivering pain, but he doesn't like it. So why would I do it? Right. So this is just kind of our own little thing that we do. That's different that, and it's not, that's the other thing you hear people going, oh, well, yeah, if she goes out and gets fucked every night. No, 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 no. Who the fuck has time for that shit? I'm running three businesses, bitch. I don't have time for that. Well, so, then, no, so it's so unrealistic. Let me, let me ask you something about on back on the jealousy part. And mm. this was something that has been brought up a couple of times. Now, as far as the jealousy, now, is it really, you've established, Randy, um, that you're not feeling any jealousy. But what about envy? Do you think that there's any envy there? You know, when I always envy, sure there is. Yeah, no there's, shit. There's times <laughs> when you look at it, go, go. Be nice to have that dick. Yeah, he's impressive. <laughs> yeah, he's impressive. You gotta give the you gotta give his credit. Right? You know, it's you know, it's. Something I'm definitely not. So how do you <laughs> handle that? So do you find that being envious of this bull <clears throat> that you are in full agreement with, you are um, fully understanding what's going on and it's what you want, but do you ever find that being envious of this bull um, kind of interfering with your enjoyment? No, because... The envy, when it comes, when it comes, isn't all the, all the time, but that's a sort of at the beginning when you first see, first see them, and then once things start get going, it's you forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, because a lot of people do. I, I they mean, once he puts it somewhere and it's out of sight, you don't see it anyway exactly (laughs) well and a lot of people do tend to um get jealousy and envy confused oh 100 percent. it's two different completely different things it is you can be envious of this guy's penis and be like well it'd be great to have that what would it be like to feel that and whatever Mm -hmm. and but to be jealous of the fact that but the only thing i would imagine you could be jealous of would be I wonder what that would feel like. I want to feel what that dick would feel like inside. Because he know obviously he knows what it's like to be inside of me. So he knows what they're mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it can kind of get trippy too. Cause he knows what it's like for them to be getting a blowjob because that was his big thing. He loves blowjobs. Blowjobs are his world. So <laughs> <laughs> if he could just get blowjobs for the rest of his life, you'd be happy, right? <laughs> You're simplifying too much. <laughs> Why is it for that? What are you when you said that? I could just imagine him sitting over there with that Scooby Doo smile. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We met before. <laughs> because Amelia and I are one and the same. We were we just are, separated we are, at birth. We're well, discovering no, would, that we share a same brain. I was just thinking about the time I spent in the southern states. That's all. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> 
you just passed through Georgia. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to her. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, it, if uh, Georgia would break you, and I'd find a way for it to break you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we could go to some great drag shows. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I yeah. will be your. We can the lead best. you. Lead you in on that. All right. Great. So, well, how about how about we move on to something a little more, um, a little different, still on cuckolding a bit, but. Um, mm -hmm. I want to know, because our viewers do understand, and I know I've put you out there as like a cuckolding queen. That's kind of how I've told my friends about you. And I always, whenever I have my fans call me up and they want to discuss cuckolding and they want to get more information about it, I tend to send them to you. So yes, listeners, if y'all ever have a thought to call me up and want to have like these intimate questions answered about cuckolding, most likely I'm going to send you to Dr. Sue when you do. So just go ahead and call her. Probably just cut out the middleman on that. Um, and I send sissies to you, so there you go. Yeah, it was a good trade-off. It's, it's a tit for tat. It is. Or a tit for tit. It's great having somebody that I can send over my fans that really have deep honest issues. questions. Yes. yes, honest issues. Please it's don't think that somebody. this is shtick. Yes, this is not. I, I realize that on Night Flirt, there are... 800 million people pretending to be therapists. Mm -hmm. I understand it's mock therapy. I don't do mock therapy. I do do mock therapy on my domination listing, mm -hmm. completely separate from what I do with the therapy. Mm -hmm. So two different worlds, two different things, but that's what you're seeing most of. Right. I do real therapy. I want to work with you. I want to make you feel better about who you are, better about your your wonderful tapestry of all these delicious sexual things that you enjoy and to accept it and embrace it. That's what I want to see everybody do. And on that, that actually takes us. So since you are, you know, in my mind, and I think every other fan's mind, you should be known as the cuckolding queen, but also you are a fetish therapist. So mm -hmm. why don't you tell us a bit more about that and kind of also let us know Besides a female-led relationship, besides cuckolding, what kind of fetish do you enjoy the most? Kind of, I guess we could say like your third favorite fetish. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So if I was to pick one, I really, I am a sadistic masochist. Sadistic masochist. That doesn't make <laughs> any sense at all. I terms. split myself in two. <laughs> Look, watch me create mitosis right in front of you. I thought we Anyways, decided I was the Gemini. Right? No. Um, where was I? Okay. So fetish, fetish, fetish. My, I am a, I'm, I'm very sadistic. So I enjoy inflicting pain. Mm -hmm. I don't get to do that. Not in my relationship anyways. And I don't do any more pro work, but that was always my fun thing. That and fear. Mm. So I've always enjoyed that, that, and I get that's, I think that's why men really go towards blackmail is because they want to feel that knife edge of fear mm -hmm. and and i really like delivering that i even did that when i was back in the dungeon we um it just just different things that would scare the shit out of people you weren't mm -hmm. expecting it you know you come out with a four foot fucking dildo and the guy's there to be pegged for the first time <laughs> whatever right just you want to see the eyes bug out of their head no i don't mm -hmm. know it, it's just fun for me <laughs> <laughs> so i would say inflicting pain is is probably my third phase. So spanking, CBT, all of the above. All, all of it. All of it. Well, before uh, we move on with you, so I actually have a question. 
for Randy. And it's something that I've had a lot of listeners come in and ask. So it's kind of grouped into a question. Since they found out that you were going to be on here, it's kind of like they got like a, a whole smorgasbord of, oh my God, I get to see why they feel about it. So get ready, mm-hmm. Randy. Let's got some Uh-oh. interesting questions. All right, I'm here. <laughs> All right. So Randy, what was it like for you the first time Sue went to be with an alpha? Did you have any concerns or jealousies or anything like that? The you know, did you, were you afraid that she was going to leave you for any inadequacies? What was the very first time like? Uh, the very first time was incredibly nervous. Mm-hmm. Better worrisome. Like you, you want everything to, to go good. You, you're, you're worried about her, her safety. And you, I don't know. You, you're just so worried. You love her so much that you just don't want anything to go wrong. And when things are going right, it's an such an incredible turn on. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know really how to explain it. It's it's something that's um it stings in a good way. It, it it's weird. It's yeah yeah. It, yeah, it that's the best way a, to put it's it, I think. such a turn on. He was so, yeah, he was like, oh, Lord. He was really turned <laughs> on. But then what I always do is I always put him in a chair and I make sure that I handcuff his hands so that he can't touch himself. Ha, 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 uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> You're not allowed. <laughs> because I want him jumping in, you know, at, mm-hmm. like, at the end. That's the whole point. And that's the reason why you do that. Mm-hmm. And I always tell guys, if you're your first time out, okay, if you're going in, you can watch your wife do this for your first time. No matter what, even if she doesn't cuff you, sit on your hands. Mm-hmm. Don't touch yourself. And the reason why is it's going to make the eroticism so much bigger. So that when you finally do, you kick the guy to the curb and you finally allow, you know, allow him the freedom. And, and now it's just the two of you and you have this intimacy and it's just, it's, so much fun because now he's hella turned on right so mm-hmm. he he's gonna want to fuck me too mm-hmm. it's fun so well, that's what i don't get to about these people like what sue was saying she goes out on a date she does does this does that no i don't think that's right per se like the whole good part about it is being there watching mm-hmm. and so i don't I think if people are going to get into it, it should you should always have first time. The guy should be there. One, he's got to look after his lady. Lady, you know. Two, hell of a good show. <laughs> Live and free porn. Free, that's right. It's all it free, is. Yeah. Free, 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 free live porn. What more yeah. do you want? Yeah. And then that way too, you get a thrill, and you know she's safe. Because that's what's most important. And she's satisfied. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that brings me up to something that, um, you know, I just thought about. And this is something that I've watched on Twitter and a couple of people are actually have kind of talked about it. Aftercare. Mm -hmm. Aftercare for not only the sub, but for the dom. Mm -hmm. Do y'all have an aftercare routine? That you oh, would like do, to share or anything or talk we about? We do hella snuggles. He does um, cream pie work. Loving mm-hmm. the cream pie. He loves his cream. Don't you love your cream pie, honey? 
Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Scooby Doo smile again? So, That's right. Sorry, sorry, I was off. He was, he was thinking about the first going, time again. Going, going way back. <laughs> Pandemic's been a long time. Because <laughs> we have not done anything, and and we still aren't. So, oh god, yeah, that's a bit of a drag, but whatever. You got a deal. Mm-hmm. So aftercare is very important oh, for aftercare. both of you. Okay, so yeah. So what we do is, yeah, that's your intimacy. That's mm-hmm. when you're like getting together and you're discussing it and you're you're making out and you're getting fucked and he can feel that you can't feel him right away because your vagina does go back down. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's trippy to feel and it's just, it, it, you get all of that. It's, that's the aftercare that you get. You get all the intimacy and the lovingness and I like it. I just think it's awesome. Do you consider it important in any kind of relationship? Not just I a, think, not I just a relationship like to... you and Randy have, but even if you just have a, you know, a, even a pro dom who's got a paying sub or just going to dungeons or clubs. Oh my God. If you, you, you have to have aftercare. Mm-hmm. It is, in my opinion, the only, like it should be part of your routine. Like, in other words, it's like, it should be automatically there. That's the whole basis of why I did common sense cuckolding because of that, that overture of the husband being a weak piece of shit. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Cuckolds Mm. and submissives, listen to me. You are the strongest. You're stronger than the alpha. Why? Because you have the balls to sit there and watch. You have the balls to watch someone you love get satisfied by someone else. You have the balls to put yourself up for whatever it is you enjoy, whether it's CBT, whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, okay? Whether it's, um, what am I thinking of? Like, just, it doesn't matter what it is. The point is, you guys are strong to be able to have that faith and to put that faith in someone else to Mm -hmm. be able to take you to the places that you hope they can take you to. Yes. There's something else that your big macho bulls, if they're listening, should realize. And that is, yes, I'm watching, but I don't agree, agree with this. Oh, you, you're a yeah, piece, piece of shit. shit. No. You're, you're, no. you're dead, dead, dead. No. Guess what, guys? <laughs> Done I have a baseball bat. You'll get it right upside the head. It's straight in mid-throat. Because yes. I'm not. And I'm... No, so that's, and that's the reason why I teach that the female has to be in charge in the room. Mm-hmm. Because this guy, alpha males will walk in and they will take over. They will take mm-hmm. over your entire fucking life. I've watched it with other couples. Mm. And... It's scary. These guys will walk in and literally be like, okay, from now on, I'm coming over and I'm doing whatever I want when I want. I'm going to fuck your wife whenever I feel like it. I have a key to your house. No, 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 no. The woman needs to be in charge. She needs to fiercely defend her relationship because this is, again, not about hurting your husband. Subtle humiliation is always going to be there. A larger man is fucking your wife. It's subtly humiliating. You don't have to say a goddamn word. And And he's allowing for it. That right there is also humiliation. I mean, like Randy is sitting there with his hands cut because he wants it. Exactly. So that's even a slight humiliation. 
And I even tell that, I even tell that to my sissies, my sissies, I have sissies that call me up. I was like, I want you to really humiliate me. You need to work at it. Be the worst thing in the world. I was like, honey, you chose to put on a pair of panties and a dress. How much more humiliation do you need? Exactly. And it's not healthy guys. Please listen to me on this. Most people who are into extreme humiliation and extreme degradation are doing it because they are feeding their own Mm self-loathing. And that in the end will destroy you. Mm -hmm. I don't like overt humiliation. I never have. I think as far as domination is concerned, humiliation is lazy and it's easy. Mm -hmm. It's too easy which means there's no effort involved. It's so easy to call someone a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. The point is you're not. Every fucking person listening to this right now is a viable human being. I don't give a fuck what you're into. I don't give a fuck what you do. You are viable, you are breathing, and we want you here and we want you to be happy. So however you decide to do that, provided you're not hurting someone, go ahead and do it. It's the Deepak Chopra of the of the fetish community, y'all. <laughs> you are Gary right. Like she, like she was saying, though, is to, if you, you're doing it right or whatever, however you want to call it, it can be a hell of a lot of fun, a great mm-hmm. time, and you got the greatest wo- woman in the world beside your beside you. I mean, what what more do you want? Good point. So, so Randy, um, I I want to ask you. I have one more question that um, yeah, go ahead. I really do want to ask you because I tell this to my sissies all the time, and um, you know, I know that there are a lot of submissive men who are out there in the world, and you know, maybe they're the CEOs of the company. It's kind of like almost a stereotypical mm-hmm. part. Um, so, but as a man, and you're a man in a patriarchal world, um, you are considered the top of the food chain. You know, you're mm-hmm. be strong, confident. You're the breadwinner. You're the leader in the relationship. This is what you've been raised to be, most men. And I'm assuming you as well. Um, but you've willingly given up that power you were raised with, and you gave it to a woman. Now, I know as well as Sue knows that women are no lower than men. However, most of society, it being in a patriarchal world, do, does look at it that way. So how does it feel for you to be, as a man, the top of the food chain and, you know, in media, books, you know, all of that kind of being told you have to be the man's man. How does it feel for you to give that over, to give that power over? Don't really look as power. It's Mm -hmm. like a lot of what we, we do is... It's almost like tasks where you divide it up and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's when you don't look at it as a power struggle, who cares who does what? There you go. You know, who cares? We don't structure it, even though it's an FLR and it would be classified as an FLR. We don't sit here and go, oh yeah, it's an FLR. We don't structure it. And I know some people wonder, okay, well, how did you structure? your relationship we didn't structure anything Mm -hmm. we just went along and did our own thing because i am so dominant because i am such a control freak it it is easier for me to control everything Mm 
it just I I have to control everything. <laughs> it's just who I am. I can't help it. So it just <laughs> in other words, if you're gonna be with me, you need to learn to take a certain amount of back seat. It doesn't mean that I don't confer with him. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that I'm barking orders at him. None of that. It's just a matter of I have to control everything. Y'all are gonna have to deal with that. And he does. It's not that big of a deal because, mm -hmm. again, I'm not leading him around on a leash. I'm not, you know, swatting him every five minutes with a fucking cat of nine tails. That's not what this is. It's not based on BDSM. Mm -hmm. It's based on the relationship first. That's what I mean about things being sustainable. And it does sound like it. It sounds like that was kind of something that was already, um, and this is just an assumption, but something that was kind of pointed out at the beginning of the LZ relationship. You know, Randy knew you were just a kind of a strong, bullheaded woman. And he mm -hmm. was like, okay, I'll take a strong, yeah, bullheaded woman. Yeah. You know, so it, it, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make, see, that's the thing. And I think that's what I don't think is fair. You look at a cuckold or you look at, I don't even consider him a cuckold. Honestly, this to me is just games. It's just, I don't necessarily look at him as a particular thing. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, do you dress him up in panties? No, I, I didn't marry a bitch. I ain't a lesbian. Why would I dress my husband up in panties? He has no inclination that way. And I have no inclination to see him that way. Mm -hmm. It's shit like that. It's like, you got to look at this realistically. Mm -hmm. All this stuff that everybody wants that is so extreme isn't realistic or sustainable. There are some couples who are capable of doing extreme, whether it be BDSM, cuckolding, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they can do it. But they are rare, my friends. They are very rare. Most women who are asked to cuckold or, you know, go suck another guy's dick tend to end up falling for the guy. So it's, it's confusing. I'm sure <laughs> it's a lot. It's it a lot. It's it a, lot a lot because I think it would be easier for me to say, you know what? Yes. I dress him up every night as a dog and we do this and we do, but we don't because when you look at life, mm -hmm. who's got the fucking time you guys <laughs> No, but seriously, look at it logically. Like people think, Oh yeah, I'm going out and getting laid every night. No, it doesn't happen on average when we're doing this, when there isn't a pandemic, what maybe four or five times a year. That, yeah. yeah. Wow. Because it, it, people think, Oh, it's every weekend or it's a, no, it's when you have time for this shit, mm -hmm. we're busy. So we don't have a lot of time for this shit. So no, it, that's why, and the, with the, I'll be honest with you, the couples that I have told this to have turned around and done something similar. And they said the same thing it, by doing it this way. It makes it more of a treat. It makes it more something to look forward to. You can arrange it for anniversaries. You can do, um, you know what I'm saying? Like Valentine's Day, whatever. You can make something fun and make it more special by doing it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's not fun anymore. Now you're looking for something else to top that. You know, and that's, there you go, everybody. 
absolutely. That is so perfect. And I know that's, that's so bumming everyone hear. out. No, that's the thing is if it bums people out, the way I look at it is if it's bumming you out, stop watching porn and come back to reality. Because the fetish community and all that, that is reality. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, that's how it goes. And if you want to be healthy, you want to be smart, then you have to realize what is really there. So yes, I don't care if it bumps them out. Hopefully it educates. Let's we'll see. <laughs> so, all right, so let's move on to something. We had other bit. questions, I'm sure. Oh, we do. We do. Let's move on to something. I have something a little lighthearted I want to do to throw in a little bit of fun. Um, and this is just a question that I need to know. Okay. It's for my own personal experience. <laughs> what is your wildest or funniest experience as being a dom through your whole tenure? <gasps> Oh, ooh, that's a good one. Wildest. Hmm. Wildest or funniest? What is Whatever can be the top one that you think about and you just can't help but smile over. The guy who was, okay, so this is way, way, going back in the way back machine. And um, there was a guy that used to come in all the time and he really enjoyed being different farm animals. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I never knew what his story was. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> so would, he just come in? Right? Like, would he just come in as a... Like, like moo? Is that what he would do? He would come in with his own um, costume. So you never knew what you were going to, you were just going to be, you know, the, the caretaker. So you never knew what animal you were going to get when he came, when he booked, right? So you were always like, okay, well, I know I have to take care of an animal, but what's this animal going to be? It I was so to have, good. I would love to have seen his closet. Suit, he was suit, <laughs> cow, horse. And the cow was the best. And I still use the cow to this day. Most people do this when most doms, especially the, the online baby doms, do the whole always being a pig or a dog. Okay. Pig and a dog. It's done. It's overdone. Mm-hmm. The best thing you will ever, ever do is get a guy on his hands and knees mooing and pulling on his udder. <laughs> it is the best thing you will ever see in your life. I mean, move for, I still get guys do this on the phone. It's just, it is even on the phone. It's the best thing you will ever hear. It All right. Just so see, go get your tutus. It's happening. Get your tutus. It's happening. It's moo time, guys. (laughs) It's It's moo time. The worst, the best I did was I did have, um, and back when they were popular, I don't really see them as much anymore, but um, whenever they had the plugs with the horse tails and all the different tails. There's some beautiful ones out there. There are some beautiful ones, but I have Go on Etsy. If you want ears and tails, go on Etsy. Oh, Oh, yeah. I had one with a tail, and it was a long, beautiful, like it was like a black and white, but it kind of made of silver. Ooh, and nice. he, but was what was so funny is that he spent all this money on this plug and he got the plug in mm-hmm. but once he had it in he didn't know what to do with it he would just kind of sit there I mean like it was a white guy trying to dance it was pathetic oh. and I'm like come on move a around. white come guy on, trying to dance with a tail Try, trying to dance he, 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 he was a shaking he was awful I was like okay well, well, it was that's pretty no fun. That's I a know. letdown. I was so like that's a okay. waste of a tail. It was. 
I felt bad for the the plug. I'm like, I'm sorry I put you inside that. Yeah, like, holy crap. (laughs) So, yeah, the the animal thing of five funny. So, watch out, my sisters. Go every tutus. You might end up pulling on your udder. You got to pull on your teats. You got to pull on your teats. And you got to make... You've got to make your own milk. And actually what I really want guys to do, if you're going to do this, especially for me, is buy yourselves little silver buckets. <laughs> because that's what you're coming in. Just telling you right now. <laughs> you can get the little silver buckets. Go to the garden center. You don't have to get the big one, just the small one. Just get a small oh, silver bucket. And that's what you're coming in. Oh, and then we're going to have to play old McDonald. Totally. Oh, we do. Oh, uh, y'all would be dangerous if it was me and Sue on the phone. <laughs> you guys would be like, oh my God, yeah. Oh. We so, really do. We need to do it this. Is. We do need to. Oh, the minds are twirling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um so, I've still got the cow image in my head. It's it stays in your head. I just there are no words. It is the best <laughs> oh my god it's, it's like of all the animals cow is the funniest mm-hmm. it just is because it all works it just you know you get on your hands and it works whereas it if you're just like going to be a dog or a horse or something yeah okay horses have dicks i get that but it's just it's not the same because you have the cow udder and the teat and it, just, it just well you can works. also you could do it for goats you could do it. Yes, you could be you could a goat. Do it for goats. I mean, you, you could have the goat. goat. You can do the whole baba black sheep. You could. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so who's um, gonna be the black sheep today? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a mutual sissy baby as well, sissy baby we Christy. Do. Yes. yes, and I told her, I told her we'd give her a little shout out. Hi, sweetie. Chrissy. Hello, Chrissy. You guys should be checking out Chrissy's um, work too, by the way, because Chrissy writes bedtime stories for babies for ABDLs. Mm-hmm. You really got to check out her stuff on. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was on a on Amazon podcast, was it? She. She was. She you was on. Her. If you want to have a listen to that, I did interview her. She told her whole story about how she went from you know, having just basically a diaper fetish all the way through. And it was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And she is now writing stories as Christine Kringle on Amazon. So if you look up Christine Kringle on Amazon, then you will see her works of literary talent. She is a sweet pea. I love her to death. And she always Isn't tells she? me, I, I know that whenever she calls me, I'm just like, I love talking to my two mommies. And I'm like, we <laughs> love you too, honey. <laughs> But that does bring me to question, though. Um, now, ABDL, a lot of people consider it tattoo uh, taboo for the exact wrong taboo, reasons. Yes. Um, absolutely, and they have get it. the most horrific thoughts about it and all of that. Yep. What do you have to say about that? What is your input on it? Most people look at ABDL stuff and littles, because that's another one. Mm-hmm. So little is okay. What's the difference? ABDL. Okay. So most people who are doing, who are into ABDL, which is adult baby diaper lover, for those of you who don't know, um, most of, of actual babies are babies. Then you, then you go up to toddler and that's when you're getting into littles. Mm-hmm. So you have two different age groups. There's, it gets different, the higher up you go, but for the most part, you have ABDLs and littles. 
here's the problem. It has been bastardized. It has mm -hmm. been taken over by both the pedof the pedophile mm -hmm. bunch and your um, ah, incest. Mm -hmm. So I'm not down with either one of those things. I realize that it's a huge draw right now. Um, you will find that that is due to the fact that the entire society of this globe, if we're into a global society, is under such extreme pressure. Mm -hmm. You will find that the more things are fucked up for people in general, um, the more extreme they go. That's the reason why things are so extreme in sex right now. Everybody's mm -hmm. like, you know, I've got to do this, but if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it really, really fucking bad. It's like, okay, calm down. So it, that's really what's happened is it's taken what was a genuine um, fetish, a genuine paraphilia, mm -hmm. which, okay, in the psychological world, it's still considered a deviant behavior, unfortunately. But most want to re-experience the love that in some cases they never got as children. In some cases, it's just they miss that kind of nurturing. Maybe they got it and it was taken away. Maybe they never had it. Maybe they had it and they miss it. Mm -hmm. But the point is, it has nothing to do with, what am I thinking of? Defiling. It's got nothing to do with defiling a child. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, there are so many places on the internet now, especially phone sex sites and stuff, where they are catering to these taboos and the taboos being okay we're taking because i've gotten into arguments with men on this well that's not what littles are no it's not about you being either abused or you abusing another person mm -hmm. that's not and that's that's the way they look at it and that's the reason why it's become jumbled and mixed up is that because of these deviances you have um people who are out there indulging the wrong way right and there are i i've heard the argument and it has been brought to me that well if, if we indulge this then at least they won't go out and do it okay honey i know that helps you sleep at night boo boo but unfortunately that's not true in fact you are making it worse and you are running the risk of creating a client who will go out and harm children mm. it's not it, it's it's not good so to all of you adult babies out there who are genuine adult babies who do not want to be sexually abused, God bless you. We but love there you. are some out there that do. And yeah. there are people out there that want to abuse you as a infant. Mm -hmm. And that's sick. It's, it's sick. Done. It's scary. It's very scary, mm -hmm. especially when you find the um, certain specific websites out there that just, they cater to it. Yeah, and absolutely. the problem and is, is what, And that's how they're doing it. Mm -hmm. well, and what we, men see cater to it, it's making it better. No, it's yeah. not. You're actually making it worse because what they see is what they want to do. I've yeah. always believed that there's only so far um, anyone can go seeing something that they think about doing until they end up doing Absolutely. what they're thinking about doing. You better believe that. Mm -hmm. So let's you get to the scope. It's it's it is it's a it's a heavy topic, and it really is. And um, <laughs> I did a podcast on it. Um, and check out Dr. Sue's podcast that when she interviewed Sissy Baby Chrissy, she was very, very informative. She really and was. I wanted, and I really wanted to bring that in because, you know, I'm really proud of her. She's doing wonderful. 
and it shows you the sort of the progression of how it came about, like, mm -hmm. like why the diapers and why mm -hmm. this and why that it was, it was very, very interesting. And it shows the difference between someone who is out there portraying themselves as a little, and in fact, all you're doing is trying to get guys to abuse you. Mm -hmm. It shows yeah. the difference between a real adult baby and one that's just screwing around. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the problem is. You've got a lot of women out there catering to this. So there's a lot of women out there that are pretending to be very, very young. Exactly and it's right. wrong. It's wrong. Exactly. No matter what, I don't care. You can call it whatever you want. You can fucking, and I've seen mm -hmm. doms that are starting to do clips in this area where yeah. it's like, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take this little boy and I'm going to, you know, do all these horrible things to them. And, you know, you better do it because I'm, it's like, okay, dude, no matter what way you slice that, that is pedophile. That's just how it goes. I mean, if it's you, right there. If, if, even that. if you, you're, you're, if nothing else, you're supporting it. Absolutely. You're making it worse. Mm -hmm. You're making everything worse. And that's hopefully something that, you know, once um, pandemic things calm down, once we can get rid of these little, you know, fly by night doms and things kind of get back to the even keel that it was, maybe things will slow down with that. I hope. But, you know, I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't. And see, this is where everything perfect. gets distorted and where you end up with bills being passed with save the children, which <sighs> takes everybody down. And it just, mm -hmm. all of this gets confused because nobody's doing their research. They're not exactly. looking at it right. So it just has exactly. a mess. But as long as people are out there, here's the thing. It, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you're back to, do you blame the junkie or the dealer? Mm. Okay. Well, without the dealer, you wouldn't have the junkie. Without the junkie, so you wouldn't ladies, have the dealer. Well, there you go. So what do you do? Because they're just catering to what's hot right now. So you also mm -hmm. can't blame them from a capitalist standpoint. They're well, looking also, at what's trending. But I also have to look, too, that um, the sex workers in general should lead by example. <laughs> they really, oh, I know I that that is impossible. I know that... We have so many that come in and out of this industry so quickly. And as I've always said, it's a sex industry. You're going to get fucked one way or the other. Mm -hmm. However, there are a lot out there that know things should not be done this way. Oh, but they still do it. But they still do Almighty it. Almighty buck. Almighty buck, yep, baby. Because of the Almighty money. Buck. Yep. So. Money but, talks, baby. And on, on that note, though, this kind of brings me up to another question mm -hmm. um, that is... You have a tendency to speak your mind, as everybody has seen mm -hmm. or heard, <laughs> and I love it, but speaking your mind and being brutally honest tends to cause backlash. So what do you have to say about that, and how do you handle any of your haters or the backlash out there? You know, how are you handling those people that are coming up to you and saying, well, this is what we do because this is what they want, or you're kink shaming, which I know oh, you're kink shaming I, a lot. Okay. First of all, <laughs> as far as the kink shaming goes, I'm happy to put that crown on because <laughs> we are in a industry, one, that is unregulated, and two, you have people who are leading other people who are easily susceptible to things it just mm -hmm. is what it is and i'm gonna always be the one that draws a line in the sand and says no this isn't right 
Now, everybody's like, well, that's not fair. You shouldn't do that. You're judging. At what point do we stop? In other words, nobody's out there doing that. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing things like men being beaten to the point of being bloody. Mm. Sorry, guys. That's not how it's done. And I will call you on that. Or the ones that are bringing their submissives out in full submissive regalia out in the public on subway Mm -hmm. trains. No. You want to know why I disagree with that? I dig. You should be able to do whatever the fuck you want, and I will fight for your right to do it. But don't you dare shove it down someone else's throat. And mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. When you go out in public with this shit, I realize you think it's cute, and the guy is getting turned on like hell because he's getting all you know embarrassed in public. Blah, blah, blah. But you are, you're forcing this down people's throats who mm-hmm. have no choice. So mm-hmm. now you're going back on, you know, your rack shit, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're now shoving this down innocence, that's what I call them. If you're going to shove this down an innocence throat, you have now gone you've crossed the line. You've crossed the line because you're you're not these people who are walking down the street, say there's kids. They don't know what the fuck that is. Are you kidding me? What are you mm-hmm. doing? Now, someone has to try to explain that to that child. Right. Stop it. Stop shoving your shit. This is the problem with social media. (laughs) Yeah, I'm old fashioned. Yes, I'm old. So this is the problem with social media, though. Look at me. 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 That's all everybody's doing. So when you see someone take their fucking pony out, that's what they're doing. Look at me. I'm so fucking dominant look at me oh look what i can do <laughs> Fuck off with that shit this is what i mean by i miss the old days where everything was very clandestine everything mm-hmm. was kept very below the surface mm-hmm. and this shit would never ever have happened are you kidding me right it would never have happened right exactly. there's a reason why things should be kept underground you see that, my listeners? I'm not the only one that feels that way. That's why I wanted to bring that up to her, because I am not the only one. I have sissies all the time asking me, well, what dress should I wear? Should I go grocery shopping in? Should I wear a plug? Should I dress like a whore? And I'm like, no. Do not go grocery like shopping. Nice lady. If, you're, if you're genuinely going out and you genuinely mm-hmm. want to feel good as a female in a dress, that's different. If you're going to go out and you're going to do it nicely and you're going to put mm-hmm. in a nice outfit, I don't have a problem with that because yeah. we can explain that to a child. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go out and you're going to dress like a whore and you're going to look like some streetwalker because you think it's cool to shock people, fuck that shit. Right. That's bullshit. Because again, exactly. now you're shoving it down someone's throat. Stop exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Love it. Yes. So I have a couple of questions from a couple of Twitter users. I'm kind of going through them to see what we can got. Um, so one of our Twitter users, um, so what they said was, when did you realize that the way you wanted a relationship to be was different from most other people? That's what I mean when I, when I was talking earlier. Um, we didn't. It wasn't a situation where we sat down and went, yes, let's structure this. Let's go in this direction and let's, you know, let's do this because everyone else isn't doing it. Mm -hmm. That isn't what we did. It was something that just kind of morphed over time. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah, I want to see you suck a dick. Okay, cool. 
I can do that. So, and then just kind of grew from there. It's the same as I don't consider him both a cuck or a submissive because he kind of doesn't fit the mold. Mm -hmm. He's just who he is. He likes what he likes. And even though, yeah, I control everything, he's okay with that. So, I mean, it was like what you said before. He's okay with that. Mm -hmm. So it's not, I don't know. It's like we didn't sit and structure the whole thing. It just became what it became on its own. So it just grew. Yeah. It just started and off just with, oh, I want to see it to grow. Okay. And then we do that. And then it was like, okay, well, maybe let's, let's try something else. Okay. Do you, how about watching me get fucked? Okay. Well, let's try it and see what, and that was literally how we did it step by step, just mm -hmm. taking baby steps. I mean, if, if he could have, he would have wanted to go down the swing route. Like I said, are you fucking kidding me right now? Not going to happen. <laughs> so <laughs> literally, it was just like, you, you, what? I remember he told our daughter that he no. had swingers cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at him. Well, she knows everything. She, she's yeah. like, or she's like mom 2.0. So she just looks at him and goes, that ain't going to go well. <laughs> You got it. Cause he's like, no, I'm just going to take her and I'm not going to tell her. And we're just going to be on. She went, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 don't oh, do that would have been worse. Right. Because I would have freaked out because I would have been on a boat and I can't get off it. It was like a cruise around Toronto Harbor. Oh, and no, I'm like, no, yeah, no, I would have been trapped. Mm -hmm. I would have had no way to leave. Mm -mm. And I'm just going to sit there and go, yeah, no, I'm not dealing with this shit. Cause I'll tell you something. I'm a bitch that way. If I'm going to watch people. <laughs> have sex. I don't, this is going to sound really bad. You guys, I, I admit it. I like watching pretty people have sex. I don't like watching average Joes have sex. It's gross. No, I agree. I'm just like, I want to look at pretty people, not just like <laughs> grandma from down the street and her, her husband. Like I, I can't, I just, and if you notice that this is awful, we're going to both going to get flack on this because I'm about to say right. something that's just going to be horrible, but have you noticed that the nudist colonies, mm -hmm. it's always, have you ever noticed? <clears throat> yes. Nudist, always anyone who is is totally cool with showing off their body has a body you don't want to see they just shouldn't right and now it's I like it. i respect no, what I you want but don't do that i can't yes go and do it god bless you run around naked <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want to do i just don't want to see i'm oh, okay god. with not seeing <laughs> but we're both going to get flack on that I can see it now. And I get, I can't help it. It's like, if I were to be a lesbian, I would, could only be with a lipstick lesbian. <laughs> just like, I'm that much of a bitch. I don't know. I guess I'm just a picky bitch. I have no idea. Hey, you know, we've all got our, our things. You know, I'm our the preferences. same way. We have our preferences. I'm the same. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't handle a guy who's blonde. I just can't really? stand him. Do you want to know why? They're pussies. That's why. <laughs> They're yes. pussies. They just yes. have, like pussies, like the oh like disgusting little roofy drink pussy date rapist jockist, like gross. Go away. I yeah. will tell you guys the reason why I only now fuck black men is because I have yet to meet an alleged alpha white male who wasn't <laughs> full of shit who wasn't, I'm not kidding you. Every white male I have ever done this with 
mm-hmm. has either folded and submitted and went, oh, I, you know, I really know you want me to be this way, but, but I kind of want to know what it's like to submit. Oh, forget it. But next. And then either that or they pretend to be alpha and it's hysterical because, mm-hmm. yeah, you get this. Um, oh, I was talking. Okay, this is great. It's a great story. I'm helping this couple work on doing their cuckolding. Mm-hmm. She gets with this guy. <laughs> now she's picking guys off of uh, uh, like just Tinder and actually yeah. they're using her husband. It's really cool. Her husband screens everybody, which I just fucking love. He's like, he pretends to be her. Mm-hmm. So he pulls them in and then screens them to see whether they're worth it or, you know, because like, there's a lot of obviously bullshit going on. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she ends up with this guy. She's in the hotel room with him because they do it where her husband isn't there for the mm-hmm. most part. And again, so there's some guys, just so you guys know, it doesn't, I, I want him there. Some people are more auditory and actually just want to hear the story after it happens and don't want to watch. Like there's all kinds of different ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. So in their case, they're both very professional. She's actually a scientist. Um, he, I don't know, for some reason, he just wasn't there. Anyways, so she's, she's, then this is where it gets fun with the couples. She comes back, tells him what happened. Mm-hmm. And this guy, white guy, could not stop fucking her without looking in the mirror. He would, he kept oh, positioning, God, no. swear to God, kept positioning her he had to so that they were in front of the mirror so that he could watch himself fuck her. Oh, no. And I'm just oh. Like, like, oh, Lord. Yep. He would be like, okay, can you move over? Let's go over by the mirror more. Here, can you get on your hands and knees in front oh of the mirror? Oh my God, she's what was he like, doing, taking selfies for the whole thing? Basically, I don't, I don't think he was, he was just watching his body. Oh. Because yes, granted, this man was cut like hell. He had gone, he'd done a lot of work to create the body he had. <laughs> just then, letting you guys know that it's not oh. cool when you're fucking someone. <laughs> you're staring at yourself. Oh my God, he had, like I said, he had to have been a blonde. Had to. Have. I think he was. That's See? Just saying. I think I'm he was. I'm telling you. I just, I can't. <laughs> I don't like, and I can't trust men with no lips. That's my no other thing. I don't want to do that. I, I agree with you on that one. I, I just, agree with you on that I one. even raised, no. I raised my kids that way. And it's funny because now that they're adults, they say it all the time. <laughs> like we'll be watching it's something. It is, and it's even funny because my oldest, she's gay. She's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even if we're watching TV or something, I was like, oh, look at them. I was like, oh, you can't trust him. He doesn't have lips. <laughs> and I look at it. I was like, true. You're in a relationship. You're gay. Do you care if he has lips or not? She's like, no, you tell me you can't, you can't trust, trust him. him. He doesn't have lips. I was like, okay, you yeah. win. <laughs> thin lip. Got to be careful them thin lip. There's a reason why people get their lips plump now. Come on. See? So now y'all know the preferences. There so if you're you blonde go. and you have no lips, get yeah. away from Amelia. Away. Just keep, this is keep not happening. Keep Sorry. moving. Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I have another question from a Twitter user. I've actually got uh, a lot of the questions that we got in. If I don't ask your question that you sent, it's because really um, she covered it. Um, so well, yeah, that's good too. That's yeah, true. you know, I don't want to. I don't want to re-ask questions that we already covered. Yeah, but like here's I'm a, not. I know that there was a couple like sissy-esque stuff and it's like, Mm -hmm. no, you don't get it. I don't do that with him. Right, right. So here's the one that I find a little funny. I just want to hear your (laughs) answer on this. Uh, One of the Twitter users asked, who's the most mischievous, a dom, a dame or a daddy? 
Ooh, that's a good one. Mischievous. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, because I know what I would choose. I'm going to say mischievous. If we're using that word, mm-hmm. I'm going to say dome. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say too. Because male doms, and when we're talking male to male, okay, mm-hmm. not talking, this is, the, this is another thing. You guys don't get it. Submission is different between males and females. Mm-hmm. So a female su- sub with an, with an alpha male, that's a completely different dynamic than a dominant female, female and a submissive male. Completely mm-hmm. different. So what I found is that most true doms, most true male doms, um, they are very, very harsh on male subs why (laughs) because they piss them off Mm -hmm. it's like i'm gonna put this motherfucker through the ropes because you are a sniveling piece of shit look at you you're a disgrace to our gender like you it's just (laughs) seething from them but if you get a girl in front of them they're like oh the boo 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 (laughs) (laughs) so that's why i would say mischievous women mm-hmm. but harsh men and i agree i yeah. agree and i think mischievous also because women are more we're more men. cerebral we are more cerebral we yeah. love the mind fuck game yeah we yes. learn yes. the mind fuck games out of utero that's right and all we did was improve. it comes with the badge it does <laughs> The head games come with the back. And I do actually, I do a lot of work too with trying to help guys decipher women, which sounds really weird, but I help them with dating and I help guys with their wives because they'll be like, I don't get what she's talking about. It's like you become the bitch whisperer. You're the sissy whisperer. I'm not the bitch whisperer. Guys are like, I don't get what she means, man. It's like, okay, here's what she's actually saying. Because we learn to do these stupid fucking games all the time. We do. Just say what you want. And then half the time, I mean, to be honest, let me give you all a little secret, man. Half the time, we don't even know what the fuck we want. Right? So we're kind of playing the game with you to see if you could come up with what we want. Because we don't then, know. Because we don't know. <laughs> you think it's bad so having to true. deal with our de- indecisiveness. How do you think we feel being indecisive? <laughs> it's not fun, okay? Not. Try being in our heads for five minutes. You don't get it. And this, this is something men don't understand. Okay, guys, get this through your heads, okay? You know how there's times when women say to you, what are you thinking? And you genuinely are thinking of nothing. A woman <laughs> never has that. A woman never gets that peace. Our minds are going 24, Mm seven, seven days a week, my friend. It just does not stop. (laughs) So (laughs) a lot of times, that's why I always tell guys, do not take your fetish and dump it in her lap Mm -mm. because she will analyze the shit out of that. And you will, you'll be gone before you're even out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Do not dump your fetish on your wife. You have to learn how to deliver it. Because if you just walk in, hi, honey, I really want you to dress me in a diaper and spank me or something. She's just going to look at you and go, oh, oh great. Now I got no. another fucking kid, right? It's like, what She's the just actual fuck just it. happened to you today? Right? It's just like, 
And that's the other thing that's really sad. And I really wish guys would do that. And I'm trying so hard to save as many marriages as I can. That's actually my big thing. I trying to keep couples together. Stop discarding your wives. So many guys out there are like, oh, my wife will never fucking do it. Maybe if you told her what you wanted, mm -hmm. she might figure it out. Because a lot of times men throw their wives under the bus. She'll never fucking do it. Never fucking do it. Did right. you ever talk to her about it? No. Well, then how do you know? Mm -hmm. Because if you're smart, you realize that we raise all our boys to be alpha. We raise all our women to be submissive. Mm -hmm. Lean on that submissiveness. If you, as your partner, if you are turned on by something, do you really think your partner won't do it? Your partner wants to please you. Use right. it. That's Just why they're your partner. You got to get through. It's like it, it, that mm -hmm. whole Mars and Venus thing is very true. Because mm -hmm. if you dump that, our minds, because they're going all the time, we are going to look at that and go, fuck, no, I have no idea what I, I can't do. This, this is fucking right. I can't, I, I'm, I'm not going to be standing around with whips and chains <laughs> and a fucking frying pan in my hand. I don't have time for this shit. I'm trying to run a career. I'm trying to raise a family. What the fuck mm -hmm. is wrong with you? Like you can just hear it. Oh yeah. So that's why you have to learn how to do your delivery. And please, please, one, don't discount her because she doesn't know what's in your mind. You got to remember that these fetishes, for the most part, have been stuck in your head for a very, very long time. It's not in hers. She never even considered it. So when you go, oh, well, I'd really like for you to be more dominant. What is a woman here? Whips, chains, and ugly. Mm -hmm. That's the first, anyone who doesn't know BDSM, and there's not a lot out there, that's the first thing they look at as a butchy, mean, nasty bitch. Mm -hmm. And no woman wants to do that. That's why they turn you down. If you it's deliver it properly. It's all about consider it. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you show them that domination is actually seduction, now they'll go, oh, did you realize that you were already dominating him when you first met him and put on a short skirt and high heels? That's what that was, boo. Mm -hmm. Once you show them that, then they kind of go, oh, Okay, so I don't have to go out and buy a whip and a leather corset. Oh, you don't have to fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can create whatever you want. It is. And you can, and I've even told, because I've even told some sissies who say that they are trying to um, have their wives <clears throat> go into a more female led relationship and they're trying to figure out what they can do for them you know, as a submissive male to show to their submission. And I will literally tell them, do the laundry. Yep. Mop the floor. If it Back needs to be done, do it. Don't wait mm -hmm. for the, you know, I, you want the proverbial list. Not right away. She's right. going to get it eventually. She'll get it figured out. Do it. Just do it. And don't point out that you did it. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. If your wife comes home and her feet are tired, rub her feet, but get yep. down on the floor and rub her feet. Don't just sit there and grab her feet and put them in your lap so that you're comfortable too. Show yeah. her that you're willing to. That she is above you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and literally, you, that's and how you do, do it. do those certain things. And that is the best way to start. Yes. showing her yes and when she you finds out how spoiled she's your queen. Get... yay 
if you're not making her your queen, if she doesn't feel mm -hmm. like she's a queen, you, you're not doing your job. And that means you're not submissive and you're only thinking with your dick because exactly. this isn't what this is. Exactly. Your wife should be your queen mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So we've covered a whole, whole lot. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of the questions that were sent in, um, like I said, have been covered, but I do want to thank all of our listeners for sending in questions. Um, we didn't get to them. Uh, it's because they were answered, you know, so it's really, we've covered a whole, whole lot, but I do have one last question for you, Sue. And this is one that's kind of, um, first I want to say thank you for being so supportive of sex workers. You have been supportive of sex workers, basically by offering spots and interviews when you had your podcast. Mm -hmm. um, you support, you have the Erotic Book Club. You were doing mm -hmm. Brag Bites. You've done so much to support. And I know that everybody loves your podcast. I still, even whenever I have fans call me up or fans email me, they're like, you know, oh, I listened to the Dr. Sue podcast. I heard you on there. I love her podcast. Now I love your podcast. Mm -hmm. You're still getting rave reviews on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So why did you decide to back away from podcasting and what is your focus now? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. You knew I was going to bring that up. <laughs> Several reasons. Okay. Number one, I was burnt out. Mm -hmm. Um, COVID did a number on me as far as my mental health is concerned. Um, I, it, it was too much work at the time, balancing everything, balancing my brain, balancing my thoughts and trying to come up with content. Um, another part of me feels like, I don't know what else to say. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else I can tell you guys that I haven't already done a show on. That's another thing. The third thing is, doesn't mean I'm not coming back. I am still trying to put certain shows together, such as the Extreme Cuckolding reunion show, which I've been trying to do for the last fucking five years. I'm still trying that one. And if I can pull that one off, it'll be like pulling a fucking turkey out of my ass. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm still trying. So if it's something important, it doesn't mean I'm not going to pop back up. It's just to me, I've said everything that I think needs to be said, it's right up there with, okay, well, okay. Yes. I get a lot of hate and I do, I get emails telling me to kill myself. I get, um, and that's not from women either. Uh, mm. it's mostly from men. Um, usually misogynistic types that freak out because I'm saying it's okay to be supposed from the, it's from the blonde, thin lips. Yeah. <laughs> it's the blonde, <laughs> thin lips ones. Yes, it is. So <laughs> But, and, and you, it's, that isn't it. I get, you get used to that. I get used to the, the women hating me. The women in this industry love me or hate me. One of the two. Mm -hmm. The reason why they hate me is because I tell guys the truth. So granted, you got to remember that phone sex and online domination and all of this stuff is entertainment and it's fantasy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I draw a line, as I always do, when people start getting hurt. Mm -hmm. And they don't like it when I point out what they're doing wrong. Nobody likes that. Who likes that? Nobody likes to be told they're doing something wrong. And that's why they can't stand me. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. They get mad at me saying, well, you're not a real doctor. No, listen to my lips here. I am not a real doctor. I've never said I was. 
I do not hold a doctorate. I do hold many, many, many certifications and degrees in different things, but I don't have a doctorate. I never said I did. So that's another one where women are like, she's lying. She didn't. It's like, okay, I'm not lying. I never said I was. Okay. Mm-hmm. This, I'll tell you where Dr. Sue came from. When I had my sex shop, because I had a brick and mortar sex shop for many years, um, doctors in this podunk town started sending me patients. There were women whose vaginas were collapsing. Ladies, keep this in mind too. I know this is kind of weird and out there. If you don't use it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. Same with men. Their, their dicks shrink if you don't use it anymore. That's the reason why if you're in chastity for a long time, your dick will shrink. Um, but they would send women to me because they knew that they would be comfortable with me. So I started getting a lot of people coming in and they started calling me Dr. Sue. That's where it came from. It's a moniker. It's nothing more than a moniker. I'm no more a doctor than Dr. Dre. <laughs> but doesn't mean I don't know my shit. Doesn't mean I don't have an education because I do. It just means I didn't bother to get a fucking doctorate. Who mm-hmm. cares? Who gives a shit? I don't. But that's the reason why people don't, people get mad at me and they, and they end up hating me. So it's not that I, I'm totally dumping the show. If something comes up and I think it needs to be addressed, you can damn well show that I'm going to do that. But what I've decided to do now, even though I'm still working on it, is I want to take all the information. As you know, I write a lot of articles. I want to be able to take, and between that and the podcasts, all of that information and put it in one thing. So what I want to do is write a bunch of books. Mm-hmm. A book on, um, I actually have one that I'm working on right now called The um, Good Boy, The Gentleman's Guide to Submission, which is going to be a step-by-step Ooh. helping guys get through everything from A to Z. I've got one that I want to do on common sense cuckolding so that people have options. Mm-hmm. There's stuff like, again, I, there's bits and pieces out there. I just want to kind of gather it all and put it into books. Plus... I really want to start pouring out the fiction. It's what I actually went to school for. <laughs> the fiction as in fiction yeah. books and all as of books, that. Yeah. Books and stuff. What's on yeah. your mind for something to write? Can you give us <gasps> well, a little I'm already, idea? Indeed, indeed. I'm working on one, which is going to be a series, and it's the Serfage Hotel. Now, if you guys have been around me for a long time, you've heard me discuss the Serfage. The Serfage Hotel and the Institute du Serfage are two places that obviously don't exist, but are going to. The hotel is something where subs come and they book doms. There is a lot of um, paranormal that goes on. There is a lot of um, medical experimentation that goes on. There is a lot of me too stuff where men are getting paid back there mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh i'm interested let's keep going <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's along that line it's going to be uh-huh. you know men getting punished which all you boys like mm-hmm. but just in different forms and yeah i just uh, there's a bit of paranormal that's going to be in with it and there's stuff. but what i wanted that's why i was thinking is what we were discussing um patreon i was actually thinking of putting them out on patreon but i don't know what i want 
Well, I mean, there's a lot of different things that we could do, but it definitely, I want to make sure the listeners support you and by God, let me know when you put that out. Cause I already want that book. I have to like replace no, my I, sleeping beauties. The, the I'm, I'm re- no, I'm telling you, I'm going to replace my sleeping beauty series with that series. So that, and again, sleeping beauty was beautiful. Okay. And oh, great such, fucking job such an amazing series. I think I've read those books multiple times. Right. Except I want it turned. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And it's modernized. It is taking the, the, Anne's book with Anne Rice, for those of you who don't, it's not Anne Rice. She wrote his Anne. I mean, what is it? Rochelle? Rochelle? Uh, it was a, it French was, last name. Yeah, it's the Louisiana like, French. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that one. Anyways, she's she wrote, before she started writing all the interview with the vampire and stuff, she wrote this series that was an erotic Sleeping Beauty series that was really well done. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. But it's um, like an erotic BDSM sleeping exactly yes. it's not it's it not is. just you know oh they go have sex no there's no pony play BDSM. there's there's it's all all bdsm so cool mm-hmm. so if you get a chance to watch or, or read this sleeping beauty series do it because it's mm-hmm. really really interesting so it's similar to that only it's being flipped where mm-hmm. men are the subs and not female i'm curious keep us posted on mm. that keep us you posted know it. on it all right that's why I don't put out a lot of audios too, is because everything I do becomes this huge, huge, huge thing. Like I don't do audios. I do productions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it becomes so huge. It's like, I don't know why I keep, you know, there's so many, there's players and there's characters and there's, it's just become She's so She's got like a whole world. That's it's like a whole fiction in me. It's a whole Neil Gaiman thing whenever she tries to do an audio, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Like well, seriously, I, there was one I was doing a a, um, a, um, a custom, and I actually mm-hmm. started it with the intro for um, 20th Century Fox. Because <laughs> 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 it was just, it just he, I'd done so many for him, it was just hilarious. Because he's like, my God, these things are just huge productions. <laughs> oh, so well. it's fun. Well, so I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and doing interview and answering the questions and just showing us how amazing you are and the comments that's cuckolding. I, it's so informative and I can't wait until you can put out the book on it, but it's so Mm. informative and it's going to, if, if people pay attention, it could help so many relationships. Did you like if people pay attention? That's right. Just don't go crazy, you guys. So it's before awesome. we but go, thank you so much you... for having me on, darling. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad. Uh, so before we go, so why don't you tell everybody where they could find you, talk to you, quarter customs that are going to have the 20th Century Fox <laughs> intro on there. <laughs> right. <laughs> where can they get in touch with you? You can find me in two places. You can find me at the podcast website, which is inbedwithdrsue.com. And you can find me over on the other website, which has all the articles on it, which is thedrsuereview.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Spell out the word Dr. Sue. Ta-da! Awesome, awesome, awesome. And you guys, I cannot um, stress enough that if you have any, you know, deep-seated questions, really want to find out more about cuckolding, find Dr. Sue, talk to Dr. Sue. Um, I appreciate y'all calling me about it, but I'm going to send you over to her if I don't have the answers because (laughs) it's just not what I do. 
What a phenomenal time we had. Dr. Sue is fabulous. We had so much fun laughing, so much fun carrying on, and so much information just packed into like an hour and a half of an interview. So much information. Her ways of looking at cuckolding and common sense cuckolding are just through the roof. You have to give her that. Dr. Sue has been known to ruffle a few feathers. She has been known to just put it out there straight. And she's very, very supportive of the kink community and supportive of submissives, which you don't get that often. You have a lot of submissives sometimes, and I even have them calling me up saying, well, you know, I guess you'll be mean to me. No, I'm not going to be mean to you. You have strength being a submissive, and she really touched on that, and I thought that was wonderful to hear. Randy, phenomenal, of course. You would expect no less to be the partner of Sue. Randy really laid it out on the table. He understands what it's like to be in an FLR. He understands what it's like to be cut. And he is smart about it, down to earth about it. He's not thinking of himself as being in this big porn where there's 16 inch cocks come swinging in your way and your wife is going to take every single inch inside of her. He knows and he understands. And he was very open about how he felt from the first time up into the, you know, the recent times. And it was just wonderful to hear his opinion on cuckolding and his opinion of what it's like to be there and to see and to hear. And when they were talking about their aftercare, loved it, loved it so much. So you have to give props to Dr. Sue. I want all of you to go over to Dr. Sue. And if nothing else follow her on twitter you know tell her that you heard her on my podcast tell her that you really loved everything that she said show appreciation to her i mean yeah drop her a tribute i'm all for that give her a call i'm all for that but also just say thank you just say thank you sometimes that's enough just to say thank you if we didn't get to your questions, like I said, it was pretty much covered. We did get a lot of questions in, and I thought it was so wonderful to read all those questions and add every single one of them down to be able to ask, but they got covered, so there was no reason to ask them. So it was a very, very informative interview. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. I know I had a blast. My face was hurting from laughing by the time we were done. And I think that you should really keep an eye out because it sounds to me like Dr. Sue's got a lot of stuff coming your way. So on that note, thank you so much for joining me here on The Sissy Whisperer. I hope you got just as educated as you need to be educated. And don't forget to join my Patreon so you can jump into my Discord and we can hang out, chit-chat, talk, have fun, give me suggestions, ask questions. We can watch Netflix. God only knows what we can do. Either way, we will have a blast. Don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you share. And don't forget to sashay, shantay, 
your little princess self through this crazy life. Mwah. Toodles.